Chapter Twenty Four of Grandpa's Darlings by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty Four: Minnie's Conflict. One Sunday evening, our great church was filled so full that the sexton had to bring in aisle seats, and chairs were put up all around the pulpit, and people even sat on the pulpit steps. We had a missionary from some western town i have forgotten now just where he came from but he had been on the field and worked hard and he knew all about the missionaries and what they had done and what they had done without this last surprised some of us very much we had not known that men were willing to give up so much for the sake of preaching about jesus a hard winter was coming and the missionary who had been sent out to tell the story of work and suffering feared that a great deal of suffering was in store for the workers of the far west he told some sad stories of what he had seen i wish i had time to tell you about them they brought tears to the eyes of a great many people and we took up a large collection for the missionaries that evening in grandpa's church among the people who listened was minnie she hardly stirred during the entire evening her eyes looked almost as large again as usual and a good many times she wiped away the tears but when the collection was taken she shook her head this surprised me very much for i knew she had some money of her very own as she used to say and i knew that she had her little portemonnaie in her pocket she was always ready to give her pennies in the collection even anxious to share with the grown-up people in the pleasure of giving i wondered what was the matter with her on the way home she said not a word to me about the meeting nor indeed about anything else though she held my hand when we were fairly in the house and the rooms were lighted i noticed that she had a sort of discontented look on her face did you enjoy the meeting i asked her about this time she had grown to be such a womanly little girl at least about some things that i used to find myself talking with her very much as if she were a grown-up woman therefore i asked her did you enjoy the meeting no ma'am she said gravely you didn't i answered feeling very much surprised as she had listened so attentively why i thought you would be just the one to enjoy it very much the air with which she looked up in my face and made her next remark would have fitted her grandmother auntie bell do you enjoy hearing about how badly people are living how little they have to eat and wear and all those things why yes i said laughing a little her face was so grave that i couldn't help it i like to be told about what is going on in this world especially if i have some money to help them to get some more things with a few pennies won't do them much good she said in a forlorn tone i never had pennies enough in all my life to get one half of the things they need not one quarter oh my i guess i haven't why they wouldn't begin to do it some way this thought seemed to give her great pleasure don't you know about your peace that grandma loves so much i said 
little drops of water little grains of sand make the mighty ocean and the pleasant land every little helps you know and your pennies put with ever so many other pennies would make a great deal of money she shook herself impatiently i don't want to hear any more about it at all the man told dreadful stories i wish i hadn't heard him if i had known it was going to be such a bad meeting i wouldn't have gone i was very much puzzled the child is nervous i said to myself it is queer i never thought she was about such things the family came in one by one and we talked the matter over but minnie kept perfectly still until she suddenly surprised us all by bursting into a perfect storm of tears what in the world is the matter said grandma in alarm and mamma said anxiously do you feel sick darling it was several minutes before she could make any answer then her words were all choked up with tears but they amounted to this she thought it was too bad here she had been wanting a pink and white fan with feathers on the end of it and a glass to see your face in on one side and she had been saving her money for most a year a long time anyway and every single time that she got most enough some man came along in the church or the schoolhouse or the hall and told dreadful stories and made people give him money she had just exactly enough now to buy the fan and she had meant to go in the morning and get auntie bell to help her pick it out mrs burlingame had beautiful ones and she had been saving them up for her for a long long time and now this old missionary man had to come along and spoil it all it was just too bad and at this point the sobs burst forth so that it was impossible to tell what she was trying to add to the sorrowful story i wish i could give you an idea of how forlorn the poor child looked she was sitting flat on the floor one little slippered foot curled under her and her ruffled brown head leaning on the crimson cushion of grandpa's rocking chair she looked so pitiful and yet it was all so funny that we could not keep from laughing only grandpa and minnie's papa were very sober papa even looked sad it is a real struggle between the world and the cross he said in a low tone looking just a little reproachfully at us laughers it is just a baby struggle her mamma said and we could see that she thought papa was taking too grave a view of it but grandpa seemed to be of the same mind it is a baby struggle only because she is a baby he said very soberly when she grows up that same heart will have grown-up struggles about this same matter unless it is conquered now mamma tried to look sober what shall i do with her she said as the heartbroken little maiden cried on put her to bed the papa said it is too late and she is too nervous to decide anything to-night teach her that the whole matter must be left until morning i went to sleep very soon after that and the next thing i heard was a ringing little voice saying but grandpa can't you advise me then grandpa why yes i can advise you 
i can give you the very best of advice you must do exactly what you think is the right thing to do but maybe i don't know what is right said this grave little woman you know what you think grandpa said and then there was silence for a few minutes pretty soon she said in a timid voice grandpa mrs burlingame has been saving the fan for me this ever so long i might disappoint her if i shouldn't buy it would that be right have you promised to buy it why no not promised exactly but then she knows i want to do it and that i meant to just as soon as i got money enough very well then if you shouldn't have money enough this time it would have to wait until next time wouldn't it but grandpa the summer days are almost gone i should have to wait until next year and i'm afraid it would get out of fashion then you wouldn't want it would you grandpa said gravely i shouldn't think it would be well to buy a thing that was likely to go out of fashion so soon minnie shifted her ground oh i could use it you know even if it wasn't just the fashion well you know i told you that it wasn't a thing that anybody could decide for you it must be done by yourself by this time i was up and i could see minnie from my window following grandpa as he hoed the corn she stood first on one foot and then on the other and looked as unhappy and uneasy as ever a mortal could at last she said grandpa it is going to be very warm all the rest of august don't you think it is i don't know i am sure said grandpa and he coughed a little as if he might be wanting to laugh but thought he would better not oh well she said the sky looks like it i think it looks real red anyhow i feel almost certain i shall need my fan very much as to that said grandpa quickly i heard your grandma say that a very good palm-leaf fan could be bought for ten cents and they give a great deal of wind you might buy one of them and give the rest of your money to the missionary i suppose if you wanted to i shouldn't wonder if grandma wanted me to set the chairs to the table minnie said and she ran in as fast as her little feet could take her she had had advice enough from the corn patch after breakfast she hung around her mother mamma i heard her say as i came down the stairs do you think i ought to give my fan money to that man i think my little girl ought to do just what she thinks is right to do said mamma with a sober enough face she began to see that this was really an important lesson in minnie's education it is very queer said minnie almost crying that no one will give me any advice won't jesus mamma said softly have you asked him what it would be best to do and then minnie ran away all that day her face was long and sad she came to each one of us for our opinion but the papa had asked that we would none of us try to influence her so we had to be quiet i shall never forget how sorry i was for her i can't describe to you how much her heart had been set on that fan 
the fact that it would have been an absurd one for a little girl to have did not help the matter a bit she had been given the most perfect control over her monthly allowance of pocket money if she didn't buy anything positively wrong it might be as foolish as it well could no one would find any fault with her they were very anxious to have her learn to have judgment for herself so the fan had long been a settled thing over which mamma had laughed but found no fault and to give it up for the sake of sending shoes and stockings to some people whom she had never seen was a hard thing to think of i shall always remember what an anxious face her papa carried during the long hours of what was to us a funny struggle it will have to do with her whole life he said to me with an anxious face if she decides for self now it will not be nearly so hard to do it next time why don't you help her i said but he shook his head she doesn't need any help he said it is just a struggle with her conscience i believe she knows what she ought to do do you really think that child ought to give up her fan that she has been saving and working to get for nearly a year and send her money out west i asked him and i was a little bit disgusted with the idea i think that she thinks she ought to he said very soberly and what i want to know is who told her so none of us have unless it is her conscience speaking to her who or what is it End of chapter 24